Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Oh. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Is Prado filled green light? Fuck yeah. We're back. We are Hi. We made it back for another one. And Eric I made, made it back. back for another Eric one. Eric made it back for another one. Made the trip up from Rochester. This time I had to climb in Chad's window because last time I mentioned that he doesn't lock the door. Yeah, right. And so this time he did, so I had to climb in through yeah. the window. You have no problem with that. No. No. I'm I'm like a cat. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> a cat. A cat. I'm I'm just velvet. You're nimble. And nimble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hippity hoppity. Or what's that? What's that from Super Troopers? That doesn't huh? matter. Yeah. Oh, Super Troopers haven't well, seen it in years. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. No, it's Sorry, right. buddy. Yeah. No, that's yeah. all right. I, we <laughs> like the nostalgic on Super Troopers. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, Super Troopers 2, not nearly as good as not I thought. Not even close. Yeah, nope. Heard. Not close. No, not even close. What are you doing with yeah. your beard there, Eric? Just kind of making sure that there's no snarls in it. Okay. Yeah. You've got quite the goatee right now. I do. Yeah. It's getting long. And but, it's uh, getting, I hate to say it, it's... You're kind of getting to the Captain Greybeard thing, right. too. Yeah. You and Brandon both. Yep. Mm. Usually, I would have some wax in it, so it wouldn't be quite so mountain man-ish. Oh. But um, after I showered today, I was just lazy, and I didn't put the wax you in it. You raw-dogged it, did you? I did, yep. yeah. <laughs> raw-dogged raw it. Raw-dogged it. Yeah. So, hell of a show today. Yeah. A little we, heavier. Yeah. Oh, you know, just a touch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, occasionally, we go uh, we go we serious, go I think. You know, yeah. we sometimes... Um, so Eric, Eric had the idea, and he said, uh, "You know, hey, you know, maybe we could revisit the the mental health thing, and yep. I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's a prudent uh, thing." And we got a good response from the we first did, show. we did. So people actually want to listen to us talk about serious shit occasionally. Occasionally, so yeah, gonna, I don't know. not too often. No, 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 because no. we're too stupid to talk seriously <laughs> on most topics. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, Unless the shit that we have first-hand knowledge about, which mental health is something right. we all do. Right. right. Yeah, <laughs> so, we're all a little bit kooky in this table, at this yeah. table. Yeah. We're all kind of pros yeah. in regards to... Um, I don't know anybody who isn't anymore. No, I think everyone's got something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's... I You know, so we talked about this before we started the show. We actually... Uh, one of the rare occasions that we kind of planned out how we wanted to attack this show. You know, attack it! Typically, attack we just get on it. here and start talking shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Eric wasn't a part of the first mental health show. No, he wasn't. So I think it would make most sense that maybe he gives us his perspective. And, Absolutely. Um, we go from there. Well, my reason for wanting to do this yeah. show, number yeah. one, you're my friend, so yeah. I, I want to check in on you. Yeah. Um, well, three reasons, really. Number two, misery loves company. True. Mm-hmm. Right. It That's it true. helped me a lot to actually to hear that you were going through mm. some of this and and just knowing Chad my whole life, I yeah. know he's gone through some depression and, and things like that. Yeah. And and in that sense, misery really does love company, but yeah. also that company kind of makes the misery worth sticking around yeah. for. Yeah. If you will. You're right. And the third reason is <clears throat> so I was I've been for probably about eleven years now, um, been suffering with uh, anxiety and and a little bit of depression, but yeah. mostly the anxiety part of it. Um, <clears throat> and my shrink tends to think that it comes from uh, when my girls were uh, in utero. Mm-hmm. They're what are called mono-mono twins, okay. which means they share the same sac and the same placenta. Okay. And every single doctor's appointment we went to, um, they said, they're doing great now, but just know they could die. Yep. Um, this, this is a very high-risk pregnancy. Yeah. 
Uh, the chances of them surviving are astronomical. Yeah. The chances of them coming out healthy are even more astronomical. Yeah. And uh, luckily, <laughs> after seven months, yeah. you know, because you don't find out that they're twins until a little while in, but after seven months of being told that your kids are probably going to die yeah. or be severely handicapped. Yeah. I know that's not the PC word, but right. um, when they come out, yeah. <clears throat> I did. I, I did. I had a little PTSD after that. Yeah. And I didn't realize it at the time, but the reason I say that's when it started is because Jackie can trace back. That's when my mood swings swings started, and that's when I started, you know, stopped being the guy that's the life of the party Mm -hmm. and started being the guy that sits in the corner watching what's going on Mm -hmm. and um, really started having trouble um, connecting with anybody who wasn't already a close personal friend of mine, right? Yeah. And then shortly after that, Within two years, then my dad died real unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't realize how hard that hit me. Yeah. But just the fact that I never got to say goodbye, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I look back on it and I think, I'm glad he went the way he did because, God, I wouldn't want to be driving back forth to North Dakota with him in a nursing home. Yeah. You know, withering away to nothing. Yeah. So it's a good thing that he just had a heart attack and was done. Yeah. But um, just the fact that... It happened so suddenly mm-hmm. and at Christmas and everything wow. else. So um, I really hesitated to use the initials PTSD because I think of that for like war vets yeah, and stuff right, like yeah. that. But yeah. but it is. It changes the chemistry of your brain. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so it was shortly after that that I had my first panic attack. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying that you've never really dealt with panic? Uh, I remember, I remember specifically one instance where I, where I think is, that's what I was having. Well, anxiety, or do we, is anxiety attack and panic attack the same thing? Yeah, or at least? essentially. Yeah. Um, I remember one instance where I had that a day before I was going to work for whatever reason. I just couldn't handle, so I don't know what was going on, yeah. but it was definitely like, I couldn't get out of the car. Like my chest was tight. Like, yeah. you, like you get short of breath and you like, you start panicking and, yep. um, so, but that's the only time I've ever remember having it, yeah. but it was busy. It was awful. And I was, I, I was actually late for work. Cause like I just couldn't get myself together out of the car yeah and it sucks yeah. right yeah it was bad so it was real similar with me um it just i was shaking yeah. so bad just shaking yeah. and I, I just could not stop shaking and i was getting so mad at myself because i'm a man yeah. you're supposed mm-hmm. to be able to put bury your emotions and yeah. get on with your day yeah and thankfully i was a stay-at-home dad at the time so it's not like i had to be anywhere but I was also no good to the kids that I was supposed to be taking care of, right? Because right. I'm just right. sitting there shaking and trying to figure out why I'm shaking. And then my heart started pounding and yep. my pulse raced. Yeah. And <clears throat> so I ended up um, going over to my neighbors and basically throwing my kids at them and saying, yeah. I think I'm having a heart attack. I need to go to the hospital. Yeah. And <laughs> he <laughs> he was like, oh, my God, yes, go, go now. Yeah. <clears throat> so I get, I get to the hospital, and once I was in that quote unquote safe space, yeah. all the symptoms went away. Okay. So then the ER docs are looking at me like, hmm, why the fuck are you here? Right. Right? Right. Two days later, bam, straight into it again, shaking, heart beating fast, yeah. all this stuff going on. <clears throat> and I I just I couldn't even think straight. So yeah. again, off to, and Jackie was home that time. And so I kept telling her I'm having this pain in my chest yeah. and my left arm is hurting. She's like, go to the ER yeah. now. Yeah. And so I, I get to the ER, and this time it kept happening. Ah. Um, and so they were able to look at my EKG and all that stuff and mm-hmm. be like, and take some blood tests, and they're like, it's not your heart. I think you're having a panic attack. Mm. 
And still, even at that point, I was like, I'm a man. Right. I'm not having a panic attack. There's there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with my brain. Why, right. why, why are you trying to blame this on me? There's something going on with me, right? Right. right. But <clears throat> so they put me on like Prozac or something mm. at the time, right? And in about two weeks, I started feeling a little more normal. But I'd still, <clears throat> I'm such a, I, I be, I've become a hypochondriac. Mm. Before all this started, I was the kind of guy that could break a leg and be like, ah, I'll just walk it off and right. be fine. Right. Now I get a hangnail and I'm like, oh shit, that's cancer. I'm going to die. Right. <laughs> right. 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 And uh, so I kept having these episodes, even on the Prozac, mm-hmm. where my stomach would hurt. Yeah. Oh, it's not a stomach ache. I've got stomach cancer. Right. Into the doctor. And thank God for Mayo Insurance because it didn't end up costing us a million dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, my. <laughs> This was the dumbest thing. I used to have an Apple Watch. Okay. <clears throat> and, you know, the Apple Watch will tell you what your pulse is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I had to get rid of my watch because be, eight, between 80 beats and 100 beats is normal, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'd, I'd run, say I was at like 95 beats a minute. Yeah. And I'd see that and I'd be like, oh, my God, uh, there's something wrong with my heart. Well, as soon as you start having that anxiety, then your heart rate goes up. Right. And then I'm at 100 beats a minute. Right. Then right. I'm at 110 beats a minute. Right. And, and, and my doctor was finally like, take that fucking thing off, because if you wouldn't have seen that you were at 95, right. you wouldn't have known. Been at right. 110. Right. 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 Yeah. And yeah. it never would have gotten up to the point yeah. where you're in here now and your blood pressure is 170 over, yeah. you know, 90 something. And you're literally in danger now of stroking out. Yeah. And it's all because you have this Apple Watch on that's telling you what you're. <laughs> Right. Pulses. Too right? much information. Yeah. 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 Too much information can absolutely be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. No sure. Especially when you're a hypochondriac. Yeah. But what really made me reach out to you um, recently was um, I've, I've switched medications a number of times. Prozac just wasn't working for me. Um, there was too many like suicidal thoughts and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So they put me on this drug called mirtazapine. Okay. And unbeknownst to me, it's also really makes you gain weight. Oh. Um, so I was in the doctor um, oh, earlier this summer because I had uh, pneumonia. Okay. <clears throat> and... Uh, I just, I've never quite gotten back to where I was before I had that pneumonia. So I had written my doctor a message about that. And she's like, come on in, let's check, make sure there's not something more going on. And I get in there and she's like, "Mm, everything seems fine with your lungs. We're going to start you on a steroid. Just try to get you past this. But do you realize you put on almost 30 pounds since, since you started taking the mirtazapine? Mm. I was like, no, I, I said, I, I knew I was, I mean, obviously my shirts and pants aren't fitting as well as they used to. So I know I've put on some weight, but I didn't realize it was that bad. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. So unfortunately, I think we're going to make the call. We're going to take you off your mirtazapine. Mm. <clears throat> A week later, almost to the day, um, panic attack. Mm. And I mean, to the point where I was again starting to, they call it suicidal ideation. Mm-hmm. So there was no worry that I was actually going to commit suicide. Yeah. But I was sure thinking about it. Yeah. And I was like, man, I this my friends would be so much better off without me. My yeah. wife, it would be so much easier on her if yeah. I wasn't this piece of garbage in the basement shaking all day. Yeah. And it'd be easier on the kids, because how stupid is that to think suicide would be easier mm-hmm. on your kids, right? Right. 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 But but you can justify anything in your head when you're going through it. You know? right. right. That was the thoughts yeah. that was going through my head. I'm like, yeah. Jackie could get remarried to right. a guy who doesn't have this issue, and right. my kids could see what it's like to have a normal yeah. parent. She could get life insurance money, and they could right. take you know, pay for college. And yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I. Yeah, that's what you think. <clears throat> and uh, so I had a full blown like knocked me to the floor 
panic attack. Mm. Like I could not get off the floor of my bathroom. I was just shaking so bad I couldn't mm-hmm. lift myself up. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I reached out to you guys and I was like, man, JB's gone through this mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Chad's gone through this a little bit. Um, maybe we should talk about it. Yeah. And <clears throat> so I tell you that story to tell you this. My new mission in life mm-hmm. is to destigmatize this. Mm-hmm. Because if I had started getting the right treatment 10 years ago yeah. and going and seeing a therapist and seeing a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. it it probably wouldn't have gotten as bad as it is, yeah. right? Because I wouldn't have been swallowing it yeah. for so freaking long. So I just kind of wanted I, to get out to your listeners that I'm I'm considered by some to be a tough guy, yeah. right? Like I ride the motorcycle, I drive a truck, right. I've had manual labor jobs right. my whole life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've been in bar fights. Right. You know, I drink whiskey. Right. You're a bouncer. I was a you bouncer. You got a beard. Right. Right. You drive a truck. Yeah. yeah. You're right. a real man. I'm a real man, right? You hunt. Yeah. yeah. I hunt. I fish. I do, you know, right, I'm right. a man. Right, right. Mm. And I don't feel like that, but I know that other people think of yeah. me like that, yeah. right? Mm. Right. And um and it was so hard for me to seek treatment. Mm-hmm. It really was because of all the stigma that went with it. Yeah. My dad suffered from anxiety and depression his whole life, undiagnosed, because he would have lost his job yeah. for admitting that he had these problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I don't want to see that happen to anybody else. Yeah. I just want to tell people, if you're having troubles, go get treated. Your, your therapist can't talk about it to anybody else. Right. Nobody has to know why you're there. Right. The place where I go to therapy, and I didn't do this on purpose, it just worked out this way, it's in a bank. Yeah. So if anybody sees me going in there, Mm. I'm just going to the bank. Right, right. And it's, you know, it's up on their offices on the second floor. Right. And um, <clears throat> I just want to let people know that if you don't ever want to tell anybody about it, you can still get treatment. Your yeah. doctor can't talk. Your therapist right. can't talk. Your psychiatrist can't talk. Right, right. Um, long story short, they started me on a new drug that yeah. doesn't have the weight gain stuff. Yeah. And I've been on it about a week and a half now. Uh-huh. And I'm finally starting to feel my body relax. Okay. So I carry all my tension right in my shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I was just back in the doctor the other day um, due to anxiety because I have this huge pain in my left shoulder that radiates down through my chest. Mm. And it's like, uh, I'm, I'm having heart trouble. Yeah. And I literally thought I was having a heart attack yeah. again. And so I go in, they do the AKG, they do the blood work. They're like, nothing is wrong with your heart. You're fine. This is in your head. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay. And once they gave me that information, it was almost instant. The pain stopped. Ah. But mm. for three and a half weeks, yeah. I had that pain constantly yeah. every day. And I was like, man, how do, how do people survive like this, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so it really can, the mental really can cause physical. Yeah. It, big time. And it's causing it in me. I, I'm now on top of all the meds and the shrinks and all that. I'm seeing a physical therapist so oh. he can needle my arm and, and try to get that muscle to relax. Mm-hmm. But also the anxiety medication, yeah. I can feel it starting to work and I can feel myself finally starting to let down. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they have a name for that. I can't remember fuck what it was called because I had one of those. Um, it's, it's like a, it's not a crossover because that's a basketball move. <laughs> but it, it's, God, it, it's something similar to that. But basically it's when you're in so much mental anguish that it just manifests itself physically. Yeah. Like this happened to me in college. I was just having a, I don't know what it was. It, it was an anxiety attack or a panic attack or a nervous breakdown or whatever the fuck you might want to call it. 
um, they never really diagnosed it or anything. And I think that was before I had actually been, you know, on any meds or seen any therapists and stuff. But um, I just had a nervous breakdown. Basically, I was just overwhelmed with grief or whatnot. And sure. it just, it's like my body just kind of shut down. Yeah. It was weird. It was yeah. really weird. And when I went to the ER, they're like, well, physically everything's fine. It's God, what did they call that? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not sure. Sorry. I can't help you. Fuck. But yeah, it's, it's a real thing. And yeah. then, that's what they said. They said, you know, how was, you know, how are you feeling? Are you happy? Blah, blah, blah. And I told them about all the issues I was having and like, yeah, well, that mental anguish manifested itself physically that we're pretty sure that's what happened because you're fine physically. Yeah. You know, they're like, they hooked me up to stuff. They're like, yep, everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, when we were in college, there probably wasn't the anxiety um, diagnosis, right? You had depression. Right. And it's still that way where you, there is no anxiety medication. There is depression medication that treats treats anxiety. anxiety. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, they're they're doing more with it. There's some interesting stuff coming out with um, hooking you up to an ECG and then um, a certain type of magnet, and then you literally sit there and think happy thoughts, and you you give them a list of happy thoughts that you'd like to think about while you're doing it, and they you reiterate them, you talk about them while you're having this thing done to your brain, and it literally opens up new neural pathways, mm. and <clears throat> so it gives your brain a different way to think away from the anxiety. I asked about having that done for myself, and the answer I got from my doctor is uh, that I haven't tried and failed enough other things yet. Mm. But say I try five more drugs and they don't work, then that's something that mm-hmm. we'll go to because it is literally messing with the chemistry of mm-hmm. your brain. Yeah. So. Yeah. But sort of the drugs. <clears throat> yeah, um, but the drugs are old enough now that they know exactly how they're going to mess with your brain. This magnet thing—I forget what it's called, ECM or something like that—they don't. They don't quite understand it yet. It's still in oh. trial phase, right? Mm-hmm. So Got they don't it. know exactly what it's doing to your mm-hmm. brain. But it's Got getting it. more and more common. Like five years ago when I first heard about it and asked about it, the doctors at Mayo were like, nope, don't know anything about it. That's something you can only get done in Utah or Europe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now they're like, yeah, we do it here at Mayo, but you need to be way worse than you are. Got mm-hmm. it. Well, hopefully you don't get to that point where you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. If I so, can, if this drug works for me, like the, the mirtazapine worked, I didn't have any anxiety issues for almost a year and a half. But mm-hmm. the other side of that is without a little bit of anxiety in your life, you don't get that kick in the ass to get out of your chair and go work out. Sure. You, know, you don't get that kick in the ass to go out and take a walk. Mm-hmm. You're content to just kind of sit there and Exist. atrophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean... I hate admitting this, especially, you know, since this will probably get back to my wife. And I don't know that she and I have even fully talked about this yet. But like when I was playing Destiny, the video game, Mm -hmm. I was in such a place where I I could just sit and atrophy. And I was playing a video game for 40 hours a week. It was a fucking job. Right. Um, And before I was on the mirtazapine, there's no way in hell I would have done that. Right, there would have been something in me that said, "You don't need to run three characters through everything you can do on Destiny every single day. Mm. Get off your ass, go walk, go to the gym, go do something, go hang out with your kids. Don't spend forty hours a week sitting in front of a TV playing video games." Right. But on the mirtazapine, that was fine. Hmm. That was I was getting stuff accomplished because my video game characters were leveling up. Right. And that was enough for my brain to be like, "Yeah, you accomplished something today." Yeah. Huh. To the point where I got good enough at it <laughs> that 
there was a t-shirt you could get only if you achieved like every single achievement in the game. Yeah. And that was my goal. I got my goal and I got my t-shirt and I was actually fucking proud of it. I was proud of the 40 mm-hmm. to 60 hours a week I was putting in on a video game. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some people do that, but they get paid for gaming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I paid for a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there were some downsides to mirtazbean, but the upside to it was I didn't have any anxiety. Right? Yeah. Like, I, if my stomach hurt, I was like, oh, I have a stomach ache. Yeah. If my chest hurt, I was like, oh, I probably tweaked something. Where now, uh, like I said, when my chest hurt, I was like, heart attack. Or right. my stomach hurts, I have cancer, that's it, I'm dying. So your anxiety was mostly medical related, where if some, some sort of physical ailment yeah. that you felt, you automatically went to the bad place and, said and that sat and ruminated on it. Right. Yeah. So, but if you were feeling fine physically did you have anxiety about stuff or was it was it just those um, physical ailments that triggered it there was some anxiety but not a ton when mm. i was feeling good but it was so rare that i was feeling good because my brain was in such sure. a bad place it was just coming up with different ways for me to feel like shit yeah right so yeah and it was all yeah i'm i've become such a hypochondriac um insomnia and hypochondria kind of go together and so, like I said, I'll feel like a little twinge in my chest, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. And then for the next three days, all I think about, all I think about all day long is that I'm having a heart attack, and then the pain gets worse. And then I think, yep, here it is. And then the pain gets worse. Yep, here it is. And it's yeah. just this vicious cycle <clears throat> that I cannot find a way to get myself out of without going to the doctor and having the test done. Mm-hmm. And then like my doctor said, she's like, okay, so you come in here, you get the test done. And we tell you that there's nothing wrong with your heart. Your chest stops hurting, but then tomorrow your stomach starts hurting. Right. And then we're testing you for cancer. And then you don't have stomach cancer. And then your ass starts hurting, uh, ass cancer. So now we're checking you for ass cancer. She's like, you can't be in here every week getting right. checked for a different ailment. <laughs> you know, you can't afford it. And your insurance mm-hmm. company will cut you off. Right. So, yeah. So, so you've been on this new med for a week. Week and a half. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I can feel myself starting to come down. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see. I mean, there's different side effects that go along with this too, right? Right. So we'll just see what happens. But it's an ongoing process. But I, I guess the the thing that I'm most excited about with this one is it's a two-part medication. And I forget what it is. It's in the Prozac family, but it's not Prozac. Um, but then there's also another one called Buspar that goes with it, which is kind of a it's a, it's an everyday thing that just kind of augments this other drug oh sure i've got that with some of my meds there's abilify yeah kicks well butrin in the ass yeah basically what it is it's like a not a trigger but yeah it's yeah, it it's helps that, it piggybacks on it and it like helps yeah make it more potent or whatever. and so the reason they did that with me is then if this other medication doesn't work out i'll be able to continue taking the buse bar while i try a new medication mm. so i won't ever have to go back to right. lying on the floor feeling like I can't move. Right. It, it, there will always be something in my system that's mm-hmm. that's raising the right chemistry. So, yeah. And you'll be on that for the rest of your life, probably. More than likely, yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's just something you have to fucking deal with. Right. You and just do. Yeah, yeah, and that was hard on me at first to think, because they do, they call it a mental illness. And I'm like, that's, that's harsh. It's a mental illness. Mm-hmm. So I'm fucking retarded now, which <laughs> that is not what they're saying. Right. But that's where my brain went, right? right. Like there's something wrong with my brain. And that was so hard to wrap my head around. Well, your brain is a fucking organ, just like your heart and your fucking liver and your fucking stomach and your fucking rectum. I right. Mean, 
it's obviously it can have problems too. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know why that stigma is out there. I don't understand I don't it either. It, but if, if you break your leg, you don't yeah. feel bad going to the ER. Right. But if you break your brain, yeah. you're a pussy for going to the ER. Yeah. Because it's, know, it's it women's no problem. Sense. Just take right. your little yellow pill pussy and right. go do something. Yeah. And we had no a mutual friend, me. and I'm not going to, even though <clears throat> we don't care for him all that much anymore, I'm not going to say his name on here because I don't want to be that big of an asshole, but you know who I'm talking about. Mm. And um, he was that way. Like, if I called him and was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm having a bad day, man. Fucking go drink a beer and get over it. Right. You know? And it just sucks. When you, when, when you have that influence in your life, basically reiterating what your brain is already telling you. Right. Then you so, can add alcoholism to the fucking right. to the fucking list of issues you've got going on. It's right. like, okay, yeah. I'm going to... And I did that in college. I medicated with booze big time. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that was... I, I don't know if I would have considered myself an alcoholic when I was in college or not, but... Certainly Boy, binge drinker. I mean, I was definitely a binge drinker, and it wasn't healthy. I wasn't drinking to have fun. Right. You know, I was drinking to mask the depression and stuff. And and the worst you know, part about that man. was that was our entire peer group. I mean, yeah. I mean, Matt was doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, John was doing the exact same thing. I was doing the exact yeah. same thing. Redneck was doing the exact yeah. same thing. It was all. Well, it's all self-medicating, and that's yeah. that's the thing. And back, you know, back in nineteen ninety-eight. Or ninety six or whenever the fuck that was. I mean that that was over twenty years ago. Yeah, that stigma was worse then than it is now. Yeah, and they knew it just wasn't something most people did. Is like if you're feeling bad, it's like you either drink to forget about it, or you just, or you find God, or you exercise, or you all the other fucking platitudes right. that they give you. Those things help, but yeah. they don't. If there's something legitimately fucking wrong. Just finding God isn't going to get rid of cancer right. any much easier than it is going to get rid of uh, fucking chemical imbalance in your in your brain. Right. You and know? the person that I know that works out the most and eats the healthiest of anybody that I know ended up with appendiceal cancer, and that's my wife. Mm, right? right? Like, she eats healthy. She eats healthy. She works out. She mm. does all the stuff she's supposed to do, and then she ends up with cancer. So that's not the answer either. Right. right? So. Right. And let me tell you, that didn't do much for my anxiety. Right. Yeah. No, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, shit. What was that? Five years ago? Yeah, maybe a little more at this point. Because mm. uh, I'm trying to think. It was before we had Riker, and he's six. So seven years ago. Okay. Yep. It's just been a while. Yeah. But, you know, hearing that cancer diagnosis and then her going through two surgeries with it. And mm. yeah, it was, you know, that I definitely have some PTSD from that. That's my wife. And not only my wife, but the sole breadwinner. So if right. she had been gone, I would have been fucked. And my kids would have been fucked. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So anxiety. Yours is a little bit different, right, JB? Yours is kind of more like dwelling on stuff. Yeah, I uh Yeah, I think so. It's it's more of um you know, I the the and I you know, I don't know. I I can't remember what what I said on the on the or what we how deep we got into this on, on the other show, I guess, but yeah, it's for me. It's about not being, not ever being good enough, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's that's my thing, and I don't. That's you know, I don't, <clears throat> and I don't know if that's anxiety, and that's anxiety blurred with probably needing some therapy, probably blurred with massive fucking confidence issues. You know, that I think it all kind of ties into one. I would, I guess, I'm of the thought that if I could figure out one of them, the other two would probably lessen substantially because sure. I think one leads to the other. You know, they just yeah. kind of feed each other. Yeah. Because um, when you, you know, when you feel like you're not good enough. 
that makes your confidence go to shit because you don't feel good about yourself. And then mm. that leads to anxiety because all you think about is how shitty you are. Right. Right. And then that leads can, can lead to depression where you feel like, well, what the fuck am I even doing? You know, why yeah. am I, what am I even here for? Right. Um, so it just, you know, fucking chicken or the egg, I guess. I don't know what started first, but, um, you know, and I'm still not doing everything I can to try to get rid of it. Like I still have it and I still, and we all do, right? Like it's not whatever, mm. but I'm still not per. Um, I still don't. I, I still don't feel 100 percent like anxiety wise, like you know that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't think that that's. I think I'm good on the depression thing. Like you know, I, I know in that show we talked about me having some really some really bad days a couple years ago when I was unemployed. Um, that hasn't come back, and I I don't I don't mm-hmm. I'm not even close to that. Like I don't have any thoughts about that at all. Uh, but I still have the issues with you know comparing myself to other people. Like I do that constantly, yeah. constantly all day at work. Like even while I'm doing my job, all I do is think about other people who are doing better than me and, you know, other people who make more money than I do and other people who have better lives than I do, or they have better families than I do or whatever the fuck, you know? Um, and it's all relative, right? Because, you know, only you can decide how much money you need to make, right? right. Like, you know, I, I, you tell yourself that they make more money so they're happier. And in right. so many cases, that's, an, that's inaccurate. Mm. Um, or you tell yourself like, oh, well, they're the perfect family. Like nothing's wrong in their family. Well, well, in reality, most people don't talk about the shit that's wrong with their families. Right. Cause you, you just see what they post on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Um, or you tell yourself, well, they're, they've done so much better for themselves in their career because they have this title and they have this, you know, they do this, this, and this, and this, and I do this, and I make this much money. Uh, well, you know, and, and again, you have no idea what they deal with, you know, outside of that job or, right. you know, odds are they're not telling you everything, right? right? They're not telling you all the warts and fault, you know, tied to it. So, but, you know, but in my head, and I'm doing it right now, as, as I'm saying this, I'm telling myself, it's funny that I'm, I can hear myself telling myself this, that. I, I, I have the, my issue is, is that in my head, they really are that happy that there is just, there's, there is nothing wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling myself that literally right now, as I'm talking to you guys, <laughs> like I'm trying to tell you that that's how, that that's not reality, but I've got a voice in my head telling me, no, that is reality. Like the people right. that you know that are better than you, they really are better than you. And they really do make that much money and they really are that much happier and they really do have that much better lives. Um, so like, I, you know, um, I, you know, I, I think that, you know, frankly, I think what I need to be doing is probably going to like a therapist regularly. That's probably sure. what would be the best for me. Uh, I'm not at that point yet. Like I've gone a couple times. So like I mentioned in that show, I went to somebody a few times and um, this past summer I saw somebody, you know, once or twice. And I, I don't think I found the right person yet. You know, I, they, and I, I, I don't, I've never heard this anywhere, but I, therapy's got to be a little bit like dating. I think you need to find the right person that you're Absolutely. comfortable really opening up do. to. Yep, yep. And you need to, you need to get what you need from them. If you yep. get somebody who, isn't real good at kind of helping you get stuff. You know, the, the person I saw this last summer, a couple of times, it was more of the, in fact, one of the, one of the visits, my, in fact, I think it was my last visit. Um, I, I get there and I sit down and the timer, whatever starts or whatever. She's like, okay, so, you know, what do you want? What do you want to talk about today? Oh. And I'm like, I kind of sat there and I, I got, I got really annoyed with her. I just, mm, I just right. got really annoyed. And I was like, and I told her, I said, well, look, I like, I don't have, like today wasn't so bad. I go, if that's what this is, I, I don't need to waste your time. Like, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't have anything. And she's like, well, it's your time. So you tell me what you want to, oh I'm my like, God, well, that's, that's not, terrible. That, no, that's that's not I can't do it yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, they need to fucking lead the discussion. Right, they need to know right. what you've talked about previously. Right. And follow off up on, yeah, yeah, that's what right. their job is. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, I think that, and, and she didn't ruin therapy for me altogether, but you know, eventually I, I'm, I'm sure eventually I'll get back to it and I'll, I'll try it again and, and whatever, but it's, uh, 
you know, I don't know. I'm not one of those guys. Like I, I don't feel, I, I don't feel the medication work. I, 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 I'm a little jealous that you, that you can kind of feel it like making you feel better. Yeah. Um, like I don't, I don't feel a whole lot different right now than I did, you know, three years ago before I was on the, sure. the, the, the pill. Well, and that could just be that you're not on the right medication. It too. could be. Yeah. You know? And I, I think part of my issue, I think part of my problem is see, I, as much as I am a little bit full of shit, right? Like, cause I get on this show and I was on our first show and talk about like, you got to deal with it and you got to deal with it head on and you got to, you know, if you're, you know, if you really want to be a true, a real man, you need to deal with your issues and get right. your shit straight, right? That's what real men do. You know? Right, but then you also you don't get told that, it and hide it. You right. need to go out and deal with it. Then you also get told that real men don't deal with right. that it's, shit. It's Just a, fucking it doubles, put it away. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think part of my problem is like, um, I don't, I'm not, I, I, I think, I don't know if I, it's just that I'm so used to it now or if it's been going for so long, but I, I tell myself that, it, that nothing's going to work anyway. So, you know, the medication that I've got, I just kind of just take it and I'm just like, well, it probably is doing some good. And I just, right. yeah, okay, I guess. Um, but I don't, I'm not invested enough to go see a psychiatrist who can actually, you know, cause the medication I get is from like the doctor at the family clinic. Like right. he's not mm. an expert on anything. He's just giving me whatever he gives anyone else that whatever it says on the computer. Right. Right. What I really should be doing is seeing a psychiatrist who really, who can alter the medication and say, Hey, I know what all of these fucking meds do. Here's how it's going to counteract with whatever else you're taking. Here's what you really need. Right. I, the pills I'm on are from some guy who fucking usually deals with sprained ankles. Right. right. So mm. if I was really serious about this and I really wanted to get this resolved and really get this put in the ground, I need to be, um, and like you guys said, it goes forever. Right. Like, so I, I realize that I won't ever get rid of it completely, but if I really wanted to make myself feel better long-term, I would go see somebody who can do that. Well, I, other, haven't, I haven't taken that step, so I don't know. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, but the other thing with going to an actual psychiatrist that I found to be beneficial. <clears throat> so the first therapist that Mayo set me up with, uh, was a 20 something year old girl right out of college. Yeah. Right. How the fuck is she going to understand what I've been through, nope. right? Mm. No. So I turned her down, and then they put me with another like 25-year-old dude. They're yep. like, oh, you want a man? I'm like, yeah, but I want a man. I don't want some 25-year-old fucking kid you who's not relate. been through what I've been yeah. through. Yeah. Mm. And they kept doing that. And yeah. so finally, I went, out, I went outside the male network with the help of my psychiatrist, though, because they've got a network, right? Yeah. And she asked me, she's like, okay, you've been through four therapists now. Obviously, you don't like them. What's going on? I'm like, I need somebody who is going to call me on my bullshit. Right. And because I'll go in there and they'll say, how are you doing today? And I'll be like, I'm fine. Right. Life is good. Right. And I, I need it. So they hooked me up with this guy. Thank God for Jeff Clark. Mm -hmm. He was my therapist. Um, who the first time I went in there and he said, how are you today? And I said, Jeff, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. How was your week? Jeff, it was great. And he looked me right in the eyes and went, that's bullshit. If that were true, you wouldn't be here. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then he, you know, asked me about all my history yeah. and what's been going on. Yeah. And then every week when I'd show up to therapy, <clears throat> he'd have, he'd start the conversation and then it kind of ebbs and flows and yeah. goes wherever it wants to go. Right. Yeah. But yeah. he'd have a, a starter. Right. right? He's got to have the agenda. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, um, he's mostly an anger, uh, anger management mm. therapist. Um, so he, kind of got to the point where he said i've done everything for you i can i think you still need therapy but we're kind of going out of what i'm comfortable doing mm -hmm. and i said jeff can you recommend somebody who's mm -hmm. going to be like you and call me on my bullshit he's like mm, i don't really know anybody else mm -hmm. um but again thank thankfully uh i have a psychiatrist so mm -hmm. i went back to her and said 
here's the thing. Jeff cut me loose because I don't have anger management mm-hmm. issues. I have other issues, mm-hmm. and that's not his specialty. And she's like, okay, um, you know, we'll set you up with somebody else. And then I, I'm just, I'm really lucky that my best friend around Rochester mm-hmm. is a therapist. Mm-hmm. And so I just said to him, listen, this is what I'm looking for. And he's mm-hmm. like, yep, I know the guy. Go talk to him. Yeah. I can't tell you how it's going to go because uh, my first meeting with him is this Wednesday. Oh. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, though, for, like I said, my psychiatrist had a network yeah. and was like, you tell me what you want. Yeah. I will hook you up with that. Yeah. And Jeff was exactly what I needed to get out of the emergency phase of what I was in yeah. when, when all this started. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I have hope that this Mark guy that mm-hmm. I'm going to see on Wednesday is going to be the same thing. But yeah. if he's not... Um, one of the things that I talked to Jeff about, I'm like, what about these people who do therapy shopping? He's like, I guarantee you there's not a therapist out there that gives a shit whether you come see him again next week, as long as you go see somebody like they care about you Mm -hmm. to the point where they want you to be getting the best therapy. And if they are not the ones giving it to you, they don't care that you're dumping them. Right. So he's like, if you need to see 12 more people before you find another one that you like, shop around, see 12. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's got to be how it works, and I I'm not invested enough at this point to where I've where I've done that. I think I, uh, you know, I guess I just have this thing in my head like, well, it's not going to get any better, so just fuck it. Like you're just going to have to deal with it, and that's going to be the way it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that feeling but really it, well. It. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and then you know, and the other thing of it is too is like the the few times I've been to therapy and, and they you know start breaking down like your childhood and like oh well tell me about like growing up and blah 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 and I fucking hate that and I think I talked about this on our on our, our previous mental health show yeah um, that drives me nuts man because yeah. I you know don't I, not everything is mom and dad's fault I think that's bullshit right now some of that stuff can linger and I get it like your formative years right like right. you you can hear the wrong things or you can be treated a certain way and it can really fuck you and I get that yeah. But that can't be, that can't, that's not the simple explanation where I don't want the simple explanation. Like anybody, I could diagnose myself with that. Right. Oh, you've got daddy issues. Well, thanks. That fucking doesn't do anything for me. Right. Well, that's where you have to be an advocate for your own care. Right. right? Like, like you got to, you go it's see a therapist and they want to do that. Right. Then you tell them, listen, I appreciate what right. you're trying to do here. And right. I'll tell you my family history. Right. But I guarantee you that's not what my issue is right now. Or it's not all of it anyway. Well, yeah. There's other things that factor into it. Right. right. And so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think I'm a I'm a little bit of a hypocrite in that I'm I, I like to you know I'll 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 tell people that I wish they would go you know get it dealt with and I wish that they would go you know get it you know don't hide it and don't fucking linger on it you know don't let it eat at you yeah but at the, but uh, you know but at the same time I'm the guy who will sit at home and and obsessively think about why I suck and think about like you know um, why it's never going to get better and why I'm not smart enough to do this or that or this or that or why I'm not successful whatever. Um, and I don't know, you know, so I, sh- I need to be taking my own advice and I'm not just to yeah. be very frank. So I don't know. I mean, I, well, I, that's part of the disease too, though, yeah, right? You know, yeah. You, you just, know? so I, I guess I'm hopeful that at some point I'm going to, something will happen in my life where I'll realize like, Hey, I, it, I can, it can be different. Um, I think the other part of my problem is that I've, and I've known this for a long time at and sometimes people notice it if they know me really, really well, but um, I don't have a great way of getting rid of like anger and like uh, fucking like anxiety, like stress and anxiety. Like I don't yeah. like, like, what, like, so, and you know, so all joking aside, I, I don't go to the health club as much as I should, but even when I go, 
I feel a little better, I guess, but I've never walked out of there feeling like, you know, completely different. Yeah. And I realize that you need to go more than once to get that feeling right. Like yeah. I get it. It's, it's a repeat thing, but I don't have a, I don't have a healthy way. Like I, I just kind of stuff everything down inside. Like my frustration, my anger, my fucking, when I'm pissed off, my fucking, you know, whatever. Like I, I just, my frustration, I just, I just jam it all down inside my, my body. And that's, that's the kind of shit that's going to kill you. You know, that's yeah. the stuff that gives you a heart attack. Yeah, absolutely. You carry around that stress and for your whole life, you just stuff it down inside and add it to the fucking, that black pool in your gut, you know, yeah. well, that's, that's the kind of shit of that kills you. therapy too, no, I know. because that's, that's the way to get rid of it. Board, yeah. And that's just right. one way of doing right. it. Just talking to someone right. who's not right. going to judge you for it. Right. Or, and that's why, yeah. And, and I, you know, so maybe if I, maybe one day I, I realized that that I really should take it seriously and go find a real doctor that can really make a difference. And then, yeah, maybe that'll start happening for me and, and I'll feel better. But as of right now, you know, I just kind of like, I don't, I don't show a lot of frustration and anger. Um, I do like, I'll go off on tangents, right? Like just the little right. bullshit, like our show, like that yeah. kind of stuff, this Costanza stuff, I guess. But right. like the yeah. real fucking like anger and fucking frustration I have going back decades. Um, I don't have a good way to get rid of it. So I just kind of hold on to it. And that's, that's, I think what worries me more is, you know, when I'm 65, well, I don't know, you know, what kind of toll has that taken on your fucking body right. at that point, you know, because right. it just eats at you every day. You know, yeah. that's all you think about. I can't so, tell you. Oh, I'm sorry. Finish up. No, that was it. I just so I'm, I guess what I'm admitting to is that I'm probably a little hypocritical in that I'm I'll come on this show and I'll tell everyone like, hey, you know, fucking go deal with it and make time for it and make yourself better and make yourself feel better. But at the same time, I'm going to go home and fucking sit and think about why I suck. Right. So, right. you know, but I think a lot of people do that. Right. Like, I think, you know. Um, I would agree with that. I think a lot of people do that. It's just, it's just, you know, it takes a lot for you to take that, to make a real serious first step. Cause I, I'll tell people like, I'll tell myself that I made a first step. Well, I made a first step. I went to the family doctor and I got put on fucking, uh, uh not lisinopril, um, Stalopram like that. Cause that's what I take. Yeah. Uh, yeah I got Stalopram. Look, I'm making it. Oh, I'm trying right. I'm on the yeah. meds. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, are you doing, you know, are you talking to someone? Well, no, I don't have I don't have time for that. I can't afford that. Right. Oh, are you, you know, doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Well, no, but I'm on a pill. Like, look, I'm trying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so, so it's, it's clear to me that I'm not taking it as seriously as I should be. Um, And I think part of that, you know, and I'll be honest, part of that goes back to the old stereotypes of that's not what guys do and they need to, and that's bullshit. It really is. And I said it on our first show and we're saying it on this show, Mm -hmm. but I can't get that out of my head that, you know, oh, well. Just I'm right there with you on that one. Fucking deal with it. Like you're you're an adult. That's adult issues. Deal with them. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. Yeah. Every time I go uh, to see my therapist, even though I will be the first to admit he did a world of good for me, every time I go to see him, I feel like shit yeah. walking up those stairs. Yeah. I feel better when I leave. Sure, but I'm like, man, mm-hmm. why why can't I just fucking deal with this? Because why, why do I have to come here for an hour right? a week? Right, right. Because you look at I don't know what I don't know if you do, but I when I when I was seeing someone or when I even think about going to see someone, I think about everyone I know and I'm like, well, those guys don't have that fucking right. issue. Why 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 do I like they can handle their stress? Why can't I? Right. Well, yeah, I need to. I think I need to separate what stress is and what fucking other issues are. Right. Like right. There's handling stress and there's handling anxiety and fucking well, like, deep seated fucking problems. So. And it sounds like right. a platitude, but <clears throat> I I equate it to this. Only you can know what you're going through, what your amount of stress right. is, right? Right. So <clears throat> I think about it like um, uh, it's like money, right? Where 
Every time you think you have enough money to be comfortable, yeah. then you do something to put yourself in debt right. that makes you uncomfortable again. And then right. you make enough money to make yourself comfortable, and then you buy a fucking car, and right. you're in debt. And then you make yourself comfortable, and you buy a house, and you're right. in debt. Right. <clears throat> it's the same thing with your mental health, right? Yeah. Like, you you make that first step. You, yeah. you get on the pill, mm-hmm. and then something shitty happens, and yeah. you're back in debt with your stress again. Right. And then you start going to the gym, and... You're you're feeling better, but you're not feeling great, and you start worrying about that. So that adds to your debt pile again, right. and then, right? You know, it, it just it just keeps fucking piling up. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you don't keep working, it's like a credit card. If you don't keep paying it on it, eventually it's gonna fucking you're gonna get it. You're gonna you drown know? in debt. Yeah. yeah. Right. And um, I can tell you what worked best for me, and I'm not saying this will work for you at all because we're yeah. not the same people, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> the the medication has helped. But what really helped me the most last summer, I started walking like. Between four and six miles a day. Yeah. I never felt better. Yeah. I never felt better. Yeah. And then winter came. Yeah. And it was like, ah, they don't clean the trails in Rochester. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to go fucking walk on ice when right. it's 20 below. Right. But I'll walk on my treadmill. Right. <clears throat> not, it's not the same. Yeah. I did walk on my treadmill, but it wasn't the same. And then eventually I was just like, ah, I can skip today. Right. Ah, I can skip tomorrow. Yeah. Ah, I did it once this week. That's enough. Right. And then the next thing I know, I'm playing a fucking video game for 40 hours and not being on the treadmill at all. Right. And then I'm 30 pounds heavier. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, But walking, man, I can't tell you what a world of good just getting out and walking did for me. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... There's something to be said about mom's old remedies, right? Chicken soup, fresh air. Right, right. (laughs) Um, No, you're right. Outdoors, you know, get... Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Get out of the house, you know? Yeah. What really helps me, and I don't think... Um, I don't think my friends, I don't think I show my appreciation enough to my friends because <clears throat> I never have anxiety when I'm with my friends. Yeah. I never have anxiety when I'm with church and around people I know. Yeah. It's only when I'm by myself. Yeah. So like when you guys invite me down here to do this, that's yeah. like something to look forward to for a couple of weeks. Right. And then I get here and it's always a blast. And yeah. Maybe not this show. Yeah. But we always <laughs> laugh and yeah. have a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Let's laugh. Yeah. Let's yeah. just have a good laugh. Right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, it just, I, I owe so much to, I really do have a phenomenal group of friends that never let me just stop. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm sure if you called me and were like, Hey, I want to do a come, come to a podcast. And I was like, nah, I don't really feel like it. You'd probably delve a little right. deeper and yeah. be like, why right. you love doing this. Right? right. Right. Um, so I've, you know, that helps. Yeah. Walking helps. Medication helps. But it's all those things. You got to find the right combination right. of stuff. Right. And I just haven't hit the trifecta yet. Right. I, I haven't hit the perfect combination of stuff that's going to make me feel, quote unquote, normal yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <clears throat> I'm working towards it. Right. And, and it's, it's like anything else. It's like any other illness. Yeah. If you don't work at it. Yeah, it's not going to get better. Right. And I'm not demeaning anything that you're doing at all. Right, right, right. Because I don't know what's going on in your head. Right. Right? I'm not you. I can only tell you what I need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, and that's true. And and no, and I I said it, you know, a few minutes ago. I'm not putting as much in. I'm not putting the the effort into it that I need to be. Because I, you know, like I already said, I keep telling myself, like, well, this is who I am and this is what life is and... You know, you find the happiness where you can, and then you, you know, deal yeah, with. Yeah, you say of that, it, but you've and, made some pretty big steps this last year. Yeah, all right, I mean, and we'll see. Yeah, no, and and, that, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean yeah. that. You know, life changes can always kind of do things, and and um, so with with what I've gone through over the last you know uh, handful of months, uh, we'll see if that you know long term of what kind of effect that has. Sure. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. So it's a, yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird thing, and it it's complicated, and it and it requires people to kind of show vulnerability, which no one likes to do, right? Right. So, um, and I think that that that's where the male, the masculinity po- piece kind of poisons everything because men aren't supposed to show vulnerability. So that's right. why, you know, like you said, and like I just, you know, like I've been saying, um, having to deal with that, like, oh, well, I'm talking to someone. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're yeah. a therapist. Good for you. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's what but, I've been, um, uh, again, I'm not trying to demean you at all and say you're doing anything wrong. That's yeah, yeah. not my place. Yeah. I'm telling you what works for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just the fact that I've started talking with my friends and yeah. family about it yeah. and trying to destigmatize it yeah. is helping me. It's helping me probably more than it's helping anybody else right. for me to just talk about it yeah. and normalize it. And honestly, not one of my friends yet has been like, oh, you're one of those guys. Right. Oh, you need a therapist. I do have one friend who's from the Netherlands. Uh <laughs> and they have a whole different way of thinking about um, mental health over there. Yeah. Because they're all happy. Right. I don't know what it is about that country, but mental health just isn't a fucking issue over there, right? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And so when I was talking with him about it, he's and he's a doctor. Yeah. He's like, eh, you know, I think medication is a good crutch to get you over the bad parts. Right. But, you know, then I think you need to get off of it. Right. That is by far the worst comment I've gotten. And that's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so... And you, I, I was also surprised at the number of friends that I've been like, yeah, you know, I'm taking medication, I'm seeing a therapist, and they're like, oh, yeah, I am too. Mm, yeah. And I'm, and like you said earlier, right. in my head, I'm like, you are right. You're the happiest fucking person I know. Right. Right. But everybody has their issues, man. Yeah. Everybody's going through something. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if that does anything for you. If yeah, it does, great. If it doesn't, I'm yeah. Whatever. And but, I think that goes for everyone listening. You know, I mean, I don't. Um, here, well, you and I are both prime examples of it, I guess, as far as like, that's the roads you can go down. Like you can kind of try to ignore it like I am, or you can try to be more actively fighting it or not fighting it, but more actively. Yeah. Fighting it. Like Eric yeah. is like trying to make, make it fucking as less than as you know, least impactful as possible. That's, yeah. I, that's, that's, I guess your two options, you know, yeah. that made um, me, what you just said made me think of probably the funniest thing my therapist ever said to me. It was shortly after I started going and I was still in that men don't need therapy, men don't need drugs thing. And he's like, so if you don't need therapy and you don't need drugs, tell me what you're doing about it. And I was like, I'm fighting it. I am fighting it. I am going to fucking make myself calm down and it's going to be the end of it. And he's like, so you're trying to bully your own brain. Right, right. (laughs) I'm like, uh, yes. Right. And he's like, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And that's the way he talked to me, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. Not everybody will respond to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he was like, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. You are trying to bully yourself. Right. How is that going to help anything? Right. And it kind of changed my way of thinking about it, right? Yeah. I was like, you're right. I can't bully my own brain. It's my brain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. So I, you know. It's, uh, yeah, it sucks, man. And you just have to, you know, I don't know. I guess I keep telling myself that, and I've already said this, I'm just repeating myself, but I keep telling myself that eventually something's gonna, something will click in my head and I'll be like, you know what? I'm fucking done. Like, 
fighting with or you know struggling with it yeah i'm gonna fucking either whether it's go see somebody or go see an actual psychiatrist that can move me i'll mess around with the medications or because you know I, I don't know what you know i know what i'm taking but i have no idea if that's what i should be on or not you know i've no mm-hmm. one with no one with a deep skill set in that area has ever told me here's what's wrong with you yeah i just took a fucking 10 question survey at the fucking family clinic and they're like right. oh here's what you need yeah, yeah. well i don't know so have i may not be on ha- the right thing have you felt anxiety over the last five days have you felt right. depressed that's over the last no, five that's, days and that's exactly that's the survey I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, um, I have to take that every time so do I, I go to Mayo. And so it's do I. Like, oh. it drives you nuts. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, if I was more serious about it, or if I was more willing to be vulnerable with myself, maybe uh, and let my pride die a little bit, uh, yeah. or simmer down a little bit, I would go talk to a psychiatrist. But so far, no go. So well, you know. But the thing is, you haven't dismissed it entirely no, either. It's still an option. I just Which, haven't taken it seriously. Yeah. So you know. No, I'm, but I'm glad to hear that. You know. You haven't dismissed it. I know I should do it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm at that point. Right. Well, should you? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you're not ready for it yet because there is a certain placebo effect to things too, right? Yeah. If you don't believe the pill's going to work, it's not going to work. Right. They've proved that with cancer drugs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You have to, there has to be a certain amount of this is going to be the right one. This is going to be the one that works. And I'll tell you from my own experience, having been on five or six or seven different drugs. Yeah. That's getting harder to muster up when they start me on a new one. Yeah. This is going to be the one that works for you. Right. Will it? I don't know. Right. Where the first time they gave me a drug, I was like, yeah, that that absolutely will work for me. Yep. And so it did for a little while. Yeah. Until it didn't anymore. Right. 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 So that placebo effect is getting harder and harder to accept. Yep. Um, but I still have a little bit of hope. So maybe it's enough. I don't right. know. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I will say this uh, as we're getting ready to close out the show here. Um, this this goes to every single listener that's out there. Get a hold of me through prattlefield.com or dakotakid at gmail.com. Ask me any question you want. I will be 100% honest. Even though I've never met you in my life, I would so much rather hear your story than read a eulogy. And that's 100% from the heart. Get a hold of me. Get a hold of Chad. Get a hold of JB. Whoever you want to get a hold of. Just don't do anything stupid, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. no, agree. Don't give up the struggle. Yeah. yeah, and I will. I probably won't be able to do anything specific for you, but I can hear your story, right? And I can tell you that this world is a better place with you in it, yeah. Provided mm-hmm. you're not Hitler, right? No, sure. So, yeah. <laughs> You know, well, there's got to be a little levity to it. Right? Yeah, right. And if you are, I would rather you not listen to our show because I feel like we're, <laughs> right. like we're doing something wrong. We don't want you to like us. Right. But anything on the south side of Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a hold of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be tell me your side? story, man. Yeah. Would North side, well, side and it, the upside, yeah. and that's a tough thing to do, you know. Like I talked about it in our first show. Like when I had, I had you know, that rough patch a few years or a couple years ago. I didn't tell anybody. I just, you know, I just yeah. told myself, "Well, you'll get, you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine." That's the kind of thinking that leads to trouble because you Absolutely. keep telling yourself that you can deal with it, and then you can't, and you do something dumb. Yeah, um, it's like but, sitting at the bottom of a pool with right. a scuba tank going. Right. Ah, somebody will probably bring I'll me figure it out. Yeah, at yeah. a certain point, you got to swim. Right, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's really hard to call somebody, you know. It's really yeah. hard to email somebody or text somebody and be like, "Hey, I this sucks. Like I'm it in a bad spot." Is. I will say this: Chad was the very first person I reached out to with any of this. Yeah. And the text that I got back from him was so perfect. It was, "Hey, dude, I've never gone through anxiety. Yeah. But I'm sorry that it's happening to you. What can I do? Yeah. Right. 
And that was that meant the world to me. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is why I reached out to him. I knew he was safe, right? right? Right. And just even hearing that, hearing that somebody cared enough about me that they're like, I don't know what to do, but let me know. Yeah. You tell me what to do. Yeah. I'm on it. Let's spitball it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So <clears throat> again, my my personal email address is Dakota Kid, D-A-K-O-T-A-K-I-D at gmail.com. Reach out. Reach yeah. out. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Well, another not well, I wouldn't say it's a downer show, but it's a serious show. Yeah. But I I just uh piggyback on what you said to close things out. I I do think it's important to you know, the that whole stigma out there is fucking bullshit and which each pat each passing year I think it gets a little bit better. People yeah. start to widely it's more widely recognized, people are more accepting of the fact that, you know, mental health, mental illness is a it's a real thing. It's not just a bunch of pussies crying about shit. Um but it that stigma still is there. So I mean, the more people talk about it, the better it is. Absolutely. So, yep. Anyway. Okay. All right. Thank well, you guys. Thank you. Thank Next you, week thank probably you. won't be as serious. No, it absolutely <laughs> will not be. No. More more dick and fart jokes. Yeah. And let's get back to so. our boyish humor. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Bye. Bye.